Welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at, uh, no, at taylor at swatradio.com. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R, taylor at swatradio.com. And you can email us there because Doug McCary is out again today. I believe he will be back tomorrow, though. Um, but in his place, we have Brad Sykes in the studio once again. It's uh, Steve. Does Steve any, have any of that like clapping going on? Like, background <laughs> yeah, right. Sound? I don't know. Yeah, we need to get that, Steve. A little background you know, noise. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> How you been? I'm good, buddy. Yeah. How about you? Doing well. Good. Doing I hope well. I'm not too loud, am I? No, you sound good to me. A little reverb here, but uh, yeah, great weekend. Yeah, and uh, it's always fun. I can kind of come in here. I used to, you know, when I used to do the program with Doug, is I would spend a good thirty minutes prior to you know at least getting here, just Mm kind of catching up on the news. Yeah, Uh, I'm. Listen, I don't know how you are. I probably since uh, January, I I bet I've I bet I haven't watched more than an hour of news a week. Now think about that. Yeah, you know, I, is that a, an intentional decision? Or? It is. Yeah, it is. I just, uh, I don't know. It, it it was doing something to me, if you know mm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know those those outside uh, influences that sway your, you know, your spirit. Yeah, and uh, some of what what I'm seeing in the news and in politics and all this, it just becomes very discouraging. Yeah, and, and that discouragement, um affects me mm-hmm. it, and i'm not it, it, it'd be easy to say it shouldn't affect me and it shouldn't you know my hope is in christ right um however uh, we we live in the flesh we're we're in the world yeah and as a result of some of the news that we experience on a day-to-day basis uh, i have found that it can sometimes disrupt my joy you mm. know what i mean mm-hmm. in fact one of the things i i speak about often is uh i think it's in first thessalonians where it talks about uh, you know, rejoice always, mm. pray constantly, give thanks in everything for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So God's will for me in Christ is to be joyful always. Yeah. And yet what are the circumstances around my life that are robbing me of that joy? And quite frankly, I'm allowing them to rob mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of like, here, let me open the door. You just come on in and steal right. my joy. Yeah. Um, It'd be easy to just say, well, I'm just not going to let that happen. But in some cases, uh, we have to take extreme measures to keep that from happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's it's if your eye causes you to sin. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say put some eye drops in it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if your arm causes you to sin, if your hand causes you to sin, uh, don't put a bandage on it. Right. It, there's amputation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and so for me, um, you know, the news, um, wherever you're getting it from, kind of can affect our joy yeah why do you think that uh you know i mean obviously with what's going on and um what's been going on in the country it, it can make you upset you know probably for one reason or another but for you personally what do you think it was like i could see why it would be like you know this something seems unright or unjust so it's making me mad but why do you think it was that was really just <clears throat> yeah i think it's multiple 
things. You know, when you think about Jesus, who just a couple of weeks ago we were celebrating Easter, you know, when he comes mm-hmm. in to Jerusalem, he doesn't stop at City Hall. Yeah. Where does he go? To the temple. To the temple. Mm-hmm. He goes to the temple. He's ticked, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we know because he's addressing the spiritual leaders, you know, and I think about that in relation to our own life. What is the temple today? It's, it's in our, it's our heart. Our, our, our bodies mm-hmm. are the temple of God. Yeah. And if God's going to come into your temple, what tables is he going to overturn? Mm. And for me, one of those tables is putting my hope in a political party yeah. or a political platform Mm -hmm. um and that's not to say that we shouldn't be active we shouldn't vote all that's true yeah i think my frustration is kind of twofold it's what information we're getting is it true is it not true um is this for real i mean it's like Mm -hmm. the whole covid thing Mm -hmm. who really holds the truth covid Mm -hmm. i heard a pastor say the other day it's not your truth it's not my truth Mm -hmm. it's the truth yeah you can have an opinion, but it's not the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, do we go to the truth? And so, when we hear the news in our day, what, what's what's accurate? The truth is probably not the right word, right. but what's accurate? Mm-hmm. You know. And so, I feel like we don't get accurate information, and as a result, we don't know how to respond to it. Yeah. And and even if we, um, what can we do about it? You know, if if I said, hey, um, you know. Such and such is um, downstairs. They need uh, help getting their car started. But we kind of know what to do mm-hmm. to rectify that situation. Yeah, I think a lot of us, especially Christians, we we somewhat feel a little bit um, handcuffed, if you will, mm. a little bound because we don't know what to do. Not there is one thing we can do, and we're commanded to do it, and that's pray. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm doing a lot of that. Yeah, I will say that, and yeah. and I think you know, in light of the fact that I've kind of uh, scaled back my news information, mm-hmm. I have scaled, ramped up my prayer mm-hmm. uh, because I just realized that I'm I'm to be joyful always. Yeah, I'm to pray constantly. Right, and I'm to give thanks in all things. Yeah, because that's God's will for me. Right, it's God's will for you. Mm-hmm. God's will for all believers is that we would rejoice always, pray constantly. And yeah. give thanks and everything. Yeah, and you know, I think that if it's something that's keeping you from that, then yeah, you gotta gotta know <laughs> to cut it off. And um, you know, there's for me, it's not a cutting it off; it's a limiting because you know it doesn't anger me that much. But it, it's uh, you know, I kind of look at the news, kind of want to get a grasp of what's going on, but then look for okay, how, you know, how do we move forward as believers, as mm-hmm. Christians, in light of a potential, you know, that that looks like it's on the horizon. You know what I mean? And, but if I keep refreshing that feed and, you know, over and over, so I try to limit myself, I'd like on my phone, I have just an hour of internet Good usage a day yeah. and then well, that's it sh- awesome. shuts off, you yeah. know, so that's, you know, it's those kind of things. I mean, I think, uh, you know, social media is designed to keep you in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. It's going to keep you trapped in there yep. and it's going to pump into you and into your feed, the things that you want to see. The mm-hmm. thing, I don't know that they're things you want to see, but they're things that confirm your bias yeah. or whatever you believe. Mm-hmm. And and you know, or what they think that your bias is, and they're very good at very know, good get getting you re- reading you. You know totally. who you are. So, totally. Yeah. I mean, you don't believe that's true. Just uh, maybe when your phone is open one day, just say, "Hey, I'm really interested in." Uh, you know, I'm thinking about maybe buying a 
such and such car. Mm. Watch what happens. <laughs> your your Facebook, your Instagram, your social media will all of a sudden start dropping ads for the, whatever it is you wanted. That I think, you said you thought you wanted. Yeah, you can go and you can see on Google, you can see what they're what they know about you as far as like your if you go into ad preferences, I can't remember exactly where it is, but then they can see, you know, this you're this old, you're mm-hmm. either a renter or a buyer. They're like have all these things that they're under understand about you based on your activity online and that's uh it's uh it's a little scary mm-hmm. i mean it's a big brother kind of thing yeah. and, you know you don't remember you don't remember this because you never experienced now your dad's a different story there was a time when we were younger where the news was actually news mm. i mean it was it was just facts mm-hmm. here, here are the facts of the of the situation and we don't have that today yeah. Every single thing, whether you're on the left or you're on the right, it's got some spin to it. It's got some element to get you thinking a certain way, which, let's be honest, that only separates us more. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the whole CRT stuff. We've You and I have had some discussions off mm-hmm. air about that. Yeah, You know, the, the George Floyd. I mean, hopefully you'll just update us a little bit on the news. But, I mean, you know, what's happening with the George Floyd thing? Yeah, that's... I, you know, it's... A lot of that is going if, – if we actually think that the outcome of this case is going to bring us together, yeah, man, mm. it, it just didn't. Yeah, I think you know most people – if you don't know, the, the trial is – or the uh, jury is going to go into deliber, deliber, deliberation mm-hmm. uh, today after um, the defense and the prosecution rest uh, their case. And, you know, if you – depending on what – talking about news media, depending on what news media you watch – some will only focus on the positives of the prosecution without seeing their negatives and others, you know, will flip that. And so you, you have a potential there for if the outcome is not what people were expecting based on whatever news media they watch, it, it could lead to some anger. And I, you know, I really don't know, you know, I've followed the, the case, the trial, and I don't know, what I think is going to happen. Uh, I think if you look at what happened during the trial, I don't think the prosecution did a very good job of making the case. Um, so against the officer. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, with that, you would think lean towards acquittal, but if I'm honest about where we are as a country and as a society, I don't think that justice is blind right now. And that, you know, that a fair trial may, I think that the people in the jury, if they're not worried about what's going to happen to them, you know, they'd be fools. And <clears throat> yeah. so there's the worry of, well, is, is uh, the evidence that's in the trial going to be the only thing taken into account or is other extenuating circumstances going to be taken into account? And so I really don't know what's going to happen, but I think that a lot of people are saying regardless uh, that there's going to be uh, more violence in the streets. And as you know, with what happened with, Another officer in the in the area. There's been violence for the past uh, week. I, I don't know if you've known that uh, with uh, you being on hiatus, driving a lot. But yeah, there's been you know riots and violence for the past week uh, because of other things that have happened. So that's on top of what's the potential to happen with the verdict in the yeah, case. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> craziness, absolute yeah. craziness. Good to be with mm-hmm. you, Taylor. I know we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a little bit. All right, so make sure you stay tuned. We will be back with more after the break. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.astore.com. That is All My Hope by David Crowder. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, Doug McCary is out today. And in his seat is Brad Sykes. We're so happy to have him uh, back in the studio. He's the original SWAT radio guy uh, with Doug. And so it's always great to have him in the studio. Is that not OG, but OSG, original SWAT guy? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> But good to be with you, brother. Yeah, and uh, you know, let's advance some truth today, shall we? Yeah, sounds you, good. So we were we were kind of talking about the news and mm-hmm. information. What you know, where you're getting your information, and of course, we know we're, we're told to you know don't be don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed. Right. It's not that we we don't get information from mm-hmm. what's happening in the world. I mean, it's very easy to bury your head in the sand. Yeah. You know, and hey, you're you're. Your candidate didn't win, so therefore I'm just going to, you know. And I, you, you and I were talking about it offline here. I've seen a lot of people do that. Yeah. And I don't recommend that. Mm-mm. I really don't. Uh, even though I've cut back on the information I'm getting, I, I've shared this before. Doug likes to use it because it's a it's a a picture of a lot of us. You know, during the summer, at least in Jacksonville, anywhere in Florida, we we typically will get anywhere from six to eight, maybe ten different hurricanes mm-hmm. form out in the atlantic right some of them come into the gulf whatever once those things hit the news i start watching them just because hey you know i'm a homeowner i want right. to protect my stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> not that that's good necessarily <laughs> either but the reality is you know go on the weather channel and it's 24 7 information mm-hmm. about that storm mm-hmm. you know and as it's it's like you're tracking it yeah it keeps me up i mean how many hours do I need to see that particular storm? You know, yeah. hey, I'm not saying we should bury our head in the sand. That, hey, a storm is coming, mm-hmm. but do I need to watch you know four hours a day of that? Yeah, and and I think that's what happens. You 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 made a great point just a second ago that you you can either be complacent mm-hmm. or you can be consumed. Yeah, and I think in many ways because of how media works today, 
it's easy to be consumed yeah. without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. You, you were talking about an hour a day of, of internet. Yeah. Man, I, I don't even know how, what mine is. Yeah. But there are tools to measure that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, on your iPhone, they, they let you know, and that's what kind of I was seeing, you know, how much my phone usage was. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I got to pare Scale this down. Here. And so that yeah. was one way of doing it. And, um, you know, you're talking about that cons- that consumption um, or being consumed in that way. I, I think that's something that can happen um, when you're seeing problems and you don't really know what to do about it. And so you just keep kind of scrolling through and, okay, oh, this has happened, this has happened. Right. And, you know, it, it, and, and we forget sometimes that some of this stuff is like national news and it doesn't really affect us right. on the day-to-day. And, and if I think if we're focused on, you know, what's going on around us as far as what we can do to make where we are better – and um and kind of have that mindset and something to do uh, yeah. locally yeah, yeah. It, it, that helps you not be as consumed and also not be complacent and that uh biblical citizenship uh class that we talked about last time you were on and I started it and I know that you're doing I think they make that uh, a point to think and act or think you know act locally and right. um you know I think that's important so then that way you're you're aware of what's going on but you have a mission something to do um as as it relates to you know uh the national issues well i mean i think that we live in a i don't know if this is the right we live in an optic world Mm -hmm. we see the optics of everything in Mm -hmm. fact you know politicians and uh you know artists and actors everything's the optics it's Mm -hmm. social media is all about the optics Mm -hmm. and uh it's not real What, what we're seeing is not real now You've got to be able to determine what is real, what isn't real. Is this a threat? Is this not a threat? And the reality is, I've been guilty of this as well, that when I see this, the, the state of our country, the state of the world, I'm looking really, you know, way up at the top. Mm-hmm. I, I typically go to, you know, Pennsylvania Avenue. I, yeah. What's happening at the White House? Level, yeah. When in reality... Whatever's ha- whatever we're seeing nationally is a result mm-hmm. of what's taking place locally. Yeah, I've I've been involved uh, with an organization. In fact, I, you haven't had them on as a guest. I want to highly recommend Doug to have them on. Bennett Brown, who's a very mm. dear friend of Doug's and mine, is uh, and he and I are both a part of an organization called Stand for Jacks. S T A N D, the number four J A X. It's it's not a political pack necessarily, but it's really more a biblical view of the politics of mm. our city mm-hmm. you know we we as followers of christ as those who want to advance truth well where do we advance truth do we just advance truth in the church no man the truth ought to be advanced in every right. every nook and cranny of our lives yeah and so uh i'm i'm part of that and uh i think that's where i've started to kind of my eyes have begun to be open a little bit in the sense that um you know we need to be we need to be checking out the school boards. Mm-hmm. We need to be checking out city council because mm-hmm. th- that's where things are happening yeah. in our city. Mm-hmm. And those are the things, you know, who you, who's on school board is going to dictate what your children are going to, you know, yeah. learn. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to let people in that are going to say, Hey, you know, transgenders, you know, you know, it's a, it's acceptable or this is acceptable kind of throw the bible out right throw truth out mm-hmm. man you want to you, you wonder why we are where we are i mentioned it to you on the break 
you know, I think a lot of the reasons, and, and just to take it even a step further, what if we in the church, those who profess the name of Christ, we don't just profess it, but we live that way. Mm-hmm. Not that we're perfect. We right. haven't arrived. We, you know, we're not complete. Mm-hmm. We're being sanctified, but we're, we're genuinely confessing and repenting and maturing. What if those people got serious, got really serious about making disciples, mm-hmm. truly making, not just get together talking about the Bible, because, you know, Doug talks about a lot. We, we've taken on a very Greek model of discipleship. Mm. Hey, give me the information, mm-hmm. whereas Jesus said, come and, and follow, follow me. me. Mm-hmm. Let's do life together. And so what if that group of people, those who are truly born again, they're redeemed, they're regenerate, they're growing in their faith, they're being sanctified, what if we got busy, started meeting with our sons, meeting with our mm-hmm. daughters, spending time with them? You know, you asked me on the last break, you know, what am I probably most anxious about in a sense? Mm-hmm. You know, why have I kind of disconnected a little bit? I think some of it is is because I, I have a genuine concern for the future. Yeah. I have a genuine concern for my children mm-hmm. and my chil- my grandchildren. Listen, we already know we're not in the same country. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not growing up in the same country your dad grew up. Yeah. Uh, your dad didn't grow up in the same country his dad grew up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We just take our hands off the wheel because that's what a lot of people are doing. Yeah. Like you said, some mm-hmm. people are just kind of complacent. Mm-hmm. They buried their head in the sand. The reality is we in the church, listen, I'm not, I'm not saying, hey, don't run for office. Mm-hmm. We need believers in political seats. Right. But the rest of us, we need to be praying for those people, and we need to be making disciples, period. Yeah. Period. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's one of the most urgent things we need to do right now. Yeah, you know, me and my dad, yeah, on Friday we're talking a little bit about that. And, you know, you brought in family, and we talked about the often overlooked aspect of discipleship, which is discipling your your children. And really that is needs to start in the home as far as making sure that the next generation, you're at least, you know, adding um, to the body in that way. And, and then kind of towards the end we were talking a little bit about, you know, how do you live – you know, Jesus, come follow me, live life together. Mm-hmm. How, how do we live life together when, you know, A, we're, we live, you know, so far apart or, you know, we're so consumed with, you know, technology and stuff. And, and so for me, this has been a thought that's been going on for a while is that that living life together is going to have to look radically different than what the world offers. You know what I mean? And I don't think there's a lot of people in the church who are ready to take that step to, okay, hey, we're going to, be intentional about living this way. And, um, you know, I guess that's part of discipleship though. When you get outside of your family is, you know, making people aware of, Hey, there's a, there's a, a greater life that Christ has called us to as far as being a body and showing love to one another and what that would look like or could look like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Vody Bauckham does a, just an excellent job. Uh, it's an old, um, the, it's an old, recording that's probably at least i want to say probably done in like 2005 mm. and it's about i may have sent that to you and it's the um centrality of the home mm. yeah and, and the mm-hmm. discipleship of the next generation and it, it was really kind of listening to that and being under that teaching for a while where in all honesty taylor i had to look in the mirror mm. you know mm-hmm. I'm, 
Listen, my kids, I, I, I am so blessed. I've got, I've got five great kids. Um, they're, they're flawed, Hmm. you know, truly flawed. Um, but in many ways, uh, I could look at them and I could see, man, they're, they love God. They love church. They, they're involved. They're leaders. Mm -hmm. They're, they're, they're disciplined, all these things. But the reality is there was, there came a time where all of a sudden I realized I had been out making disciples all around town, but I had neglected the primary ministry that God had given me. And that was in in the home that my dad was saying the same thing on yeah. Friday as far as coming to that realization as well. You know, so I was just looking at, you know, go read Deuteronomy four, Deuteronomy six. But this is what it says in Deuteronomy four. And now Israel, listen to the statutes and the rules that I'm teaching you and do them that you may live and go in and take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your fathers is giving you. You shall not add to the word that I commanded you. Do, do we ever add to what God has said, or take away, nor take from it, he says, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did at Balpoer. For the Lord your God destroyed from among you all the men who followed the Baal of Peor. But you who held fast to the Lord your God are all alive today. See? I have taught you statutes and rules, as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should do them in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. It says, keep them and do them, for that will be your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples, who when they hear all these statutes will say, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Mm. Taylor, we're not a wise and understanding people because we're not teaching the next generation we're allowing others to teach that yeah and they're going to teach their doctrine mm-hmm. yeah and they're going to be indoctrinating uh, exactly. the next generation yeah exactly um make sure you stick with us we will be back with more after the news we'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors ace door and window as well as a special thanks to our sponsors tom neal trucking and a special thanks to our sponsor jeff andrews of highway to eternity ministries if you would like to sponsor the program please email us at doug at swatradio.com that's doug d-o-u-g at swatradio.com we'd also like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in virginia at the lighthouse as well as in meridian mississippi listening on w-m-e-r and we'd like to give a shout out to all of you listening online wherever you are in the country or around the world and we'd also like to give a shout out to our local local listeners excuse me uh listening at 91.7 in jacksonville 91.9 in st augustine and 91.3 in folkston georgia you're listening to swat radio stay tuned we'll be back after the news That was uh, David Crowder with Red Letters. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. We were just talking a little bit about the uh, the cultural, I guess, atmosphere where we are as a nation. But then uh, we were been talking about what to do as the body of Christ and how we need to um, be aware of the times that we're in and, and what we're doing about them. Um, 
when I was talking with my dad yesterday, if you listen to the podcast on Friday, excuse me, not yesterday, Friday, um, I mentioned um, the sons of Issachar, that mm-hmm. they, they were men who knew the times and what to do about them. And, and I think a lot of people are realizing the times, but don't really know what to do True. about them. True. You know, so. And I mean, I think, again, we, we've talked about it, how, whatever the impact is, if we make disciples at home, mm-hmm. We're diligent to do what God has commanded us to do. It's one of the core values of SWAT yeah. is to take Jesus' last command and make it our top priority. Yeah. By the way, if you're listening, <clears throat> we're going to get into a text today. We're going to talk. We're going to kind of just nudge our way into it. We're going to talk about the purity of the church. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, we experience, we see things. Listen, we are fallen people, so this is not up for debate. We, we are flawed people. Um, but the things that we allow, the things that we have bowed to, that we have said, okay, I may not agree with homosexuality, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I'm ready to call that out. Yeah. Listen, some people say it's a sin of omission versus the sin of commission. Mm-hmm. Listen, if it's not commission, it's omission. Yeah. It's not one or the other. Uh, I think MacArthur kind of talked about that too, mm-hmm. is that if you don't, if you're not acting here, you're acting somehow, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the reality is, and, and we will get into it, uh, but I wanted to just kind of wrap this up because one of the things we do at SWAT is Doug, all, we always recite the Shema out of Hebrews, uh, out of Israel, <laughs> out of Deuteronomy chapter uh, six, hear O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And then we add to that, and you shall love the Lord, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. But verse 6 of Hebrews chapter 6 goes on and it says, And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. Now for something to be on your heart, can you read something one time and it just be there? Mm-mm. Yeah. It's got to have a major impact. Mm-hmm. You got to read it over and over again got to be something dramatic that happens you know for something to be just engraved on your right. heart quite frankly here, here's the reality i don't want to put you on the spot but i sp- i spend a lot of time with men discipling men one of the struggles that most men have is what pornography mm-hmm. and almost every guy that i've ever met with can tell me the first time they ever saw it yep it impacted them so greatly mm-hmm. it became written i call it branded on mm-hmm. their soul yeah but this is what he says. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently, diligently to your children. And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. Now, just let me stop there. Is there anything that's not included in that? So when I'm home, the minute I get up, Mm-hmm. till the time I go to bed. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to the grocery store, if I'm taking the job, wh- whatever it is, when I'm with my children, that doesn't mean we don't talk about baseball or right. golf mm-hmm. or swimming or politics, whatever it is. Right. But we ought to be teaching our children these truths, mm-hmm. not Taylor's truth, not dad's truth, right. the truth. And if we're not doing that, we're not being obedient to what God has called us to do. Yeah. So you want to fix the world? You want to fix the nation? You want to fix your city? I, I'm, there are no promises, but why don't we do what we're commanded to do? 
Yeah, and you know, my dad again bringing this up again, talking on Friday. He he was saying that at go and make disciples. It it it's as you are as going, you are going, and exactly. then that's what that's talking about. As you're living your life and as you're doing, um, you know, what God leads you to do. As you're raising your family, teach them. You know, create disciples, and and I think we we miss that to our detriment. You know, big time, yeah. big time. Uh, man, I have so many uh, experiences since, as, as I mentioned earlier after I kind of began mm-hmm. to see that I had missed the mark. I'd missed my, you know, my primary ministry to really make disciples at home. Fortunately, there was only one who, who really had, I had, had some bad, mm. you know, stuff that happened. I had to mm. go back and repent right. and ask for her forgiveness. Mm. And, and fortunately by God's grace, he redeemed that. That's yeah, great. That's awesome. But it allowed me to begin to do that with my sons mm. and, uh, to this day, my sons are almost 30 and 27. Mm. Uh, I'm going to have both of them in my house this weekend. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's amazing. We, we can, in a in a second, just begin to jump into whatever's going on, on in their life, how God is at work, those mm. kind of things. Mm-hmm. Because I think what happens, and we were talking about it just before we came back on the air. By the way, it's kind of a David Crowder day, by the way. We came in with David Crowder. Yeah. I love that yeah. stuff. But the the reality is... If, if we're living in a world where we are getting all this information and most of it's not really, you know, mm-hmm. truth, yep. it's not accurate. Right. And we're getting a little bit of Bible, yeah. uh, whether it's at SWAT or SWAT radio or church or whatever, you know, if you're going to go sit down for a meal, I'm sure your mom raising you, she gave you a good balanced meal, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen, Christians in the, today, in the church today, we have a very poor diet, yeah. uh, spiritual diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we think that showing up to church on Sunday to hear some great speaker is enough. Right. Uh, man, we have got to be disciplined. We've got to be like the Bereans that we read about in Acts, mm-hmm. you know, that they, they examined the text right. to see if these things were true. We go into a lot of churches. People just go, man, my, my pastor is such a good teacher, such a good preacher. Man, that was a good word. Let me tweet that out. Let me do this. Let me... You know, it's like mm-hmm. how great he is. Right. And the reality is, okay, so what? Yeah. How does that impact your life? Mm-hmm. How does that – are you being sanctified? Are you growing spiritually? Yeah. Are you looking more like Christ? Are you today – do you look more like Christ today than you did a year ago? You know, we're, 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 Paul says in in, the, in 1 Corinthians to examine yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, look in the mirror, James says. Uh, look in the mirror. Don't don't be like that guy who looks in the mirror and walks away and forgets what he looked like. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, we're to examine our lives, not as it relates to one another. We're to examine our lives as to what God has designed us to look like. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're so busy examining our lives as to how I compare to this person or that person or yeah. this group or that group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talking about that as well, sometimes we have blind spots, right? And so to surround ourselves with other people, specifically for men, for other men who know the truth and are attempting to live by the truth is helpful to help us as we examine ourselves. So it's about our relationship to God, but the people around us help us understand sometimes oh, some things that maybe we're missing. And I think that's why God calls us to be in relationship and be in fellowship. Well, it's one of the, I think, the hardships of COVID. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people 
you know, isolated. Mm-hmm. We're not good in isolation. Mm-hmm. We weren't designed that way. Right. We're to be in relationship. We're to be in relationship with God first, mm-hmm. relationship with others. Mm-hmm. And if we're not, if we're not in relationship with God, and we're not in relationship with others, uh, man, that's that's trouble. Yeah. big time trouble. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I think that the the it's essential that we are examining our lives. That, that we're looking into the mirror of God's word, mm-hmm. not the mirror of the world. Right. Because if you look at the world, the world's going to tell you you're good mm-hmm. just the way you are. Yeah. There was a great book written by Amy Beth Stuckey. I think it was. I went through it with my mm-hmm. girls. That mm-hmm. says you're it, the title of it is you're not enough, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. By the way, if you have daughters, read that book. Seriously. I mean, daughters, not your age, daughters, <laughs> but you know if they're if they're in their 11, 12, 13, mm-hmm. 14 year old and up, man, I highly recommend that book. Mm-hmm. That's because the, the society wants to tell you, hey, you're okay. If you have uh, sinful temptations, well, they wouldn't call it sinful because mm-hmm. the world doesn't want to call it sin. It's just preferences. Preferences. Yeah. If, if, if your preference is for the same sex, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's what the world's going to tell you. And if you hear enough of that over time, you're going to start to go, it's okay. Yeah. You know, and you you won't even realize it. You know what I mean? Uh, I think there's been studies done on, um, you know, hearing people say stuff, but then you getting you to like repeat them and how that uh, that shifts your focus and your mindset. And, yeah, you hear something enough times and it starts to you just accept it tacitly without, you know, without (laughs) in your mind, you know, giving any sort of counter to that claim. It's just something that you take in. And I think that's why the church has missed the beat to not. Uh, have a biblical view of, or not to not have it, but not to speak forcefully about, you know, biblical or how a uh, Christian anthropology, right? About what sex is and what it's, where it's place is in the created order. Um, and since we're not having any sort of counter, people are just, well, well, we're just accepting that tacitly without even realizing it. And that's reflected in the numbers uh, that look just like the world's numbers when it comes to sexual immorality and divorce and, and, and things like that. Totally. I mean, it's a, you're absolutely right. And I think that it's, uh, you mentioned it earlier um, that we, you know, a lot of, a lot of people tend to say, well, I don't want to speak against that issue. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to call it what it is right? because I, I don't want to alienate myself. I don't want to, cut off certain people i don't want to offend Mm -hmm. certain people and and i listen i get that um we're insecure people we we want people to like us right um totally get that but our desire to let make people like us has gotten us where we are Mm -hmm. is we're unwilling to put our finger on the text and call it what it is yeah and and not being willing to before it's gotten to this point to to say Hey, this is what sex is for. This is why it needs to be in marriage. This is the benefits of that. This is why it's bad to go outside of that and how it's harmful, uh, you know, and just instead being silent because we don't want to talk about sex because it's, you know, prudish or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. And then that now you see where we're at is where, oh, I don't want to say that homosexuality is wrong. I don't want to say that tr- being transgender is wrong, yeah. um, you know, and eventually it's going to be, uh, I don't want to say that Jesus is the only way if we don't stop and take a stand somewhere yeah i mean listen we 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 know jesus said go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father son and the holy spirit 
teaching them, not mm-hmm. just teaching them, but teaching them to obey it. Yeah. In other words, it's good to get the information, but it better lead to transformation. Right. Now, I know we want to get into that in this last segment. We'll yep. kind of talk about the intro, kind of the church, and are we on mission? Yep. You know? So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. That is Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Heath. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, Doug McCary is out today and Brad Sykes is in. We are always so glad to have him in. We are talking about a uh, a number of things, but we are going to be getting in the text, we promise. So we're getting in the text today. Um, Acts chapter 5 is where we're going. If you have any questions or would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at taylor at swatradio.com. That's taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R at swatradio.com. I always appreciate coming in. I, I uh I get a lot of guys who text me and say, "Good to hear you on the on the radio." I, I do miss it, you know. Yeah, I, I get I probably get more work done to be honest. <laughs> but, but you know, coming up here with you and Doug and kind of spending some time with Steve and just the the I don't know, I love the fellowship and the yeah. brotherhood. And you and I have oftentimes walked out of this studio just talking about yep. what we what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Doug and I spent hours, yeah, literally hours in this room just kind of dealing with the issues of life, you know, just because we're behind a mic, mm-hmm. just because we teach the word daily. Listen, we're, 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 we're a work in progress. Yeah. We're, we're working on our lives too. Yeah. And um, you know, I hate to tell all the listeners, but the discussion, the conversation after the program, a lot of times <laughs> is better than, you know, what you get on, on the air. Like me and my dad on Friday, we talked for like two hours just outside out, you know, afterwards. And awesome? yeah. And, it's like, man, I wish you could bottle that up and and, uh, and and enjoy it all the time and let other people hear it, you know what I mean? So. Well, I think that's the that's kind of the message that we ought to be talking about. But we're gonna actually, if you look at what we're looking at even this week at SWAT, or we're going to really kind of look back mm-hmm. at last week, right. which, by the way, I was out of town, so 
I know you're in Acts chapter 5, but a lot of what you're going to see is this community. The, how important is it to have community? We were talking about it a minute ago. That, you know, COVID has isolated us. Mm-hmm. We, we're, a lot of people have become lazy in their disciplines of getting up early and spending time in the Word of God. Yeah. They've, they're not spending time in prayer. They're not spending time in fellowship mm-hmm. around other believers. Uh, you know, if I can't be with you, I don't get to see you. I don't get to witness your life. Yeah. If if I've got a good enough relationship with Taylor, I'm going to spend enough time with him. I'm going to see areas in your life, mm-hmm. maybe where you lost your cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but what's really amazing is that the more time we spend together, the more transparent we become. You know, I, yeah. I can't tell you how many times Doug and I would come into this studio, and you know, Doug might say, "Hey, let's talk afterwards." Man, I just screwed this up big right. time. You know, mm-hmm. you know, or the times I've said, "Man, I am such a dweeb." You know, <laughs> is that an offensive statement? I don't know. But, I don't uh, think so. I think you're good. The reality is, we become a community. We begin because it's iron sharpening iron. Mm-hmm. It's listen. I've walked around my bedside in my bare feet and accidentally kicked the bed frame <laughs> with my bare toes. Yep. That's not a pretty scene, <laughs> by the way. And and not only do I say things sometimes that I didn't didn't I did mean to say. Yeah. Them. I said them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people say, I didn't mean to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you did. Uh-huh. You did exactly what you meant to do. Yeah. The reality is those things come out. Mm-hmm. But what's really amazing is it's a great picture of the fact that my little stub toe hmm. really affects my whole body. Yeah. yeah. And that as the body of Christ, if we're not healthy, we're yeah. not spiritually healthy, there's going to be problems in the church mm-hmm. because the church is the body of Christ. So anyway, I know we're in chapter five, Acts chapter five. I'm loving this study, but uh, I think this week we're going to go through uh, verses 13 through 42. Yep. Let's, let's just talk. We don't want to read that because we don't have enough time to do that. But if you're at home, you're on in your car, Acts five thirteen through 42 is what Doug's going to really jump into this week. But it's really talking about being on mission. I mentioned it as we left for the break on that last one is Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Jesus gave us a command. Mm-hmm. He gave us a mission to go make disciples. And yet what's what's happening in in our churches today, and can I just say I'm in one of those churches. Mm. It doesn't make the church bad. Mm-hmm. It just makes the reality that we have become so driven and so impressed with the people, mm-hmm. with the man, yeah. the the pa- whatever it is. And it doesn't just have to be the head pastor. Right. It could be a youth pastor you're drawn to. And listen, mm-hmm. I am not, this is not toward them. This is the reality is that we are so impressed with the music, the lighting, the sound system, the great parking lot, the good seating. There's so many things that are just, they're not important. Mm-hmm. We have gotten away from just expositing the Word of God as it is written, not with our own spin on it. You know, I, I struggle with that as a teacher. I, I see opportunities to, to make an illustration. Illustrations mm-hmm. are fine. Mm-hmm. But if your sermons are 60% illustration, mm-hmm. something's wrong. Yeah. You know, and, and listen, we can laugh and, and man, that was, that was really funny. And there are times for that. I'm not saying there aren't. One of my favorite teachers, one of Doug's favorite teachers is Tommy Nelson. Tommy is hysterical. Yeah, he's good. But, but it's just little, small little nuggets that make you kind of laugh, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> because he kind of makes fun of himself. But, you know, if we're to grow in maturity, if we're to be more like Christ, 
How's that going to happen? I mean, how's it going to happen in your life? It's it, it's clearly spending time with your dad. Mm-hmm. You don't look to your dad and go, "Well, I want to be just like my dad." Right? Not that there aren't things in your dad. You're probably listen. I'd love to. I just got off the phone with my dad before I came over here. You know, he's 86 years old. I yeah. love talking to him. There's there's things about him I want to model my life after. Right. But what I want to model my life around my dad is what my dad has modeled my life or his life around Christ. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's know. there's aspects where you're like I definitely don't want to be that way, but there's aspects like that I want to incorporate into how I am as well. Yeah. So I mean. But you don't get that if you're. I mean, not now. Let's not say with a parent, but if you're just sitting in a pew next to somebody and or in a chair next to somebody on Sunday and you don't, you know, live life with them, interact with them at all. Right. Other than that, I mean, you're not gonna see those examples of oh, hey, I would, you know, I really appreciate how this person prays or you know how this person serves, and I want to try to be like that because all we do is sit on Sunday and listen to the music, listen to the sermon, and go our separate ways right i mean what's the point yeah what what are we doing here what what jesus didn't redeem you so that you could sit in a pew Mm -hmm. he did not redeem you so you could sit in a pew i'm going to meet with a guy this week that i have i've never met with he reached out to me before i left town last Mm -hmm. week young guy i'm really excited about it listen one of the things i'm going to ask him straight up is why did why did christ redeem you Mm. what's what's the point we can easily say, well, I'm to glorify God. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. You know, are you on mission? What does that look like? Are, yeah. are you, I, I mentioned this at the SWAT uh, training we did a couple of weeks ago. You know, Jesus said, come follow me and I'll what? I'll make, make you fishers of men. Fishers of men. Mm-hmm. Are you fishing for men? Are you seeking people out? Because Jesus said, if, if you're not gathering, you're scattering. Mm. You're either a gatherer. Or you're a scatterer. Yeah. Now think about that. Most people would say, "Well, I'm not, I'm not sharing the gospel with people, but I'm not scattering." Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, "You're either gathering or, or you're scattering." Yeah. So, what is it? And and I think it's a great challenge for those of us who are in churches where we have great teachers and great preachers and good expositors. And this isn't about some wacky untruth, some false gospel that's being taught. We're, get, we're in churches where we're hearing the gospel taught, mm-hmm. and we're perfectly comfortable sitting in that pew on Sunday and going about our business Monday through Saturday and coming back again Sunday and just being, you know, raising our hands and pumping our fists, and, you know, marking up our Bibles. Yeah. But what are we doing with that? Are you on mission? Are you on purpose? Are you living your life on purpose? You, you know, it was the first Peter 2, 9, you're a chosen people. You're a royal nation. You're a... You're a, you're a people, it says, of God's own possession. That's who you are. Doug, Doug and I kind of talk about this a lot. That's mm-hmm. your identity. That's exactly who you are. But he also has you on a purpose so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into light. Aren't you glad, Taylor, that somebody proclaimed the excellencies of him who called that person out of darkness. Aren't you glad somebody proclaimed that to you? Yeah, a lot of people. You, you are, yes, you're, you're redeemed, you're regenerate. But that happened in a process of somebody proclaiming the excellencies mm-hmm. of a God who called us out of darkness. Are you, if you're sitting in your car today, you're listening to us, 
You're a chosen people. You're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of God's own possession. You're not your own anymore, Paul says. You were bought with a price. So go proclaim the gospel. You don't know how to do that? Come join us at SWAT. We'll teach you how to do that. Yeah. Is that, is that not true? Aren't mm-hmm. there, I mean, we've got great churches. Are we teaching people how to share the gospel? Do they understand the gospel? Greg Gilbert was one of our guests a couple of years ago. He wrote a book called What is the Gospel? It's an amazing book, real short read. You know how much I like those short reads. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you, you can read it in about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But it's cool because he kind of opens the whole book up with they, they line up 10 people. I think it's 10 people, uh, people who are in ministry, and ask them to fill out the question, what is the gospel? you got 10 different answers. These are people on staff. These are people who are professionals at doing this, and they couldn't nail down what is the gospel. Now, you think about that. Well, the gospel is the good news. Okay, the good news of what? Yeah. I mean, that's easy to say. The gospel means good news. Right. But what is it? What, what is the good news? You know, can you really talk about that? Are you able to engage with somebody, you know, at the ball field when you're watching your son, how how does that look like? Mm-hmm. Because if you're a chosen people, a royal nation, a, a, a people of God's own possession, you're at that ball field for a purpose. Yeah, you, you're going to watch your son, your daughter, whatever it is, but you're to proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into light. Are there opportunities to do that? They're all over the place. They're all over the place. We just have to be on mission. We have to be on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, well... Man, sorry, I loaded that down, didn't no, I? No, no, that's good stuff. That's a good way to bring bring us to the end, bring us out. You know, um, appreciate you being here. Wish you could be on more. You know, <laughs> but then that would mean I wouldn't be able to be on, and I like being on. So that's uh, well, just hey, Doug, go on another vacation. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I mean, I love love being here. Love hanging out with you. Yeah, I think people I love to listen to you as well. Have you on? So it's great. Um, we're so glad that you listened today. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio, and you can download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Have a nice day. If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening